0: hi people welcome back to love alone with hallie bethany a podcast dedicated to self-love independence and having fun oh someone's kind of had a crazy week
1: yes and that someone is me (laughs) i i had a crazy week actually so i'm just gonna tell you a little story but earlier this week i went to the mall on my lunch break to go pick up my new glasses actually invited you to join me on my lunch break that day and you declined because I think you were just like busy or something
0: I just said I didn't want to get up
1: (laughs) oh perfect I
0: was like I'm feeling lazy right now don't want to get out
1: out of my chair (laughs) honestly valid so I drive on over to the mall I'm there I go to my appointment and I start to leave lens crafters And as I'm walking out, I'm like, I'm a little bit hungry. Like, I might stop and get some food or, like, a smoothie or something. And I walk over to the little cafe that's by Nordstrom's. And I'm like, maybe I'll get a smoothie here. And then I looked at the menu and I was like, these smoothies are probably pretty mid. Like, I don't want them, you know. And then I was like, maybe I should go to the food court because, you know, I want something to eat before i go back to the office but i had this like little gut like feeling i had this little piece of like intuition inside of me that was like nah you should just leave mm-hmm. maybe just pick up something on your way back to the office so i listened to that and i walked out of the mall called my mom got in my car and that's when i got a call from you hmm trigger warning to anyone out there I'm gonna touch on like a sensitive topic so if you want you might want to skip ahead like a minute or so but if not Hallie calls me and tells me that there was a shooting at the mall that I was just at
0: and when Bethany had invited me on her lunch break to join her we didn't know like what where what we were gonna do so I had no idea that she was even there I had just like coincidentally called you and just was telling you to inform you because it's obviously like right near our offices yeah and it was like a
1: I mean it was like a big deal it's not Mm -hmm. something that's normally going down where in our little city (laughs) yeah exactly and so at the moment that Hallie called me we the news was like it hadn't even broke yet Mm like no outlet had picked it up or anything yet because it was actively happening and luckily it wasn't a targeted attack that we learned mm. afterwards much hours later um and there was only one person injured and it was the person who was in the incident themselves so thankfully no like innocent bystanders were injured everyone was okay thank goodness but it was just so crazy the feeling that i felt because looking at the timestamps of things, I left like five minutes before it happened. And it was in the exact area of the mall that I was in. Like it happened on the escalators Mm -hmm. that I was taking to leave. And I'm just really like thankful that I listened to this gut feeling that I had. And it's interesting because in the moment, it's not like, I had this super strong gut feeling where I was like, I need to leave. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just thankful that I had that thought and mm-hmm. that I left when I did. But it was really strange, mm-hmm. really strange. And again, like, I'm just super grateful that everyone is okay. And no innocent person was, like, seriously harmed or anything. Um, But it it was a shocking, it was shocking mm-hmm. for sure.
0: And... That's why it's so important to truly trust just like when you have those little like little voices in the back of your head just saying like, hey, like you should go here or like don't do that or, you know, just kind of steering your path a little bit because nine times out of 10, they're not like little intrusive thoughts they usually are your intuition trying to
1: guide you Yeah, when you're starting on your maybe like spiritual journey or like when you're really starting to dive into your intuition and like trusting your intuition the more you learn about yourself and the more you like take the time and like practice honestly I feel like the better you'll start to understand like who's coming through and like what's coming through mm-hmm. and maybe start to learn like no I know that's just like me being like anxious and mm-hmm. like maybe like paranoid or whatever versus like your higher wisdom or like a little spirit guide coming in that's like placing this thought like in your head mm-hmm. um and so yeah the more you hone in on that the more it'll become apparent like which is which kind right. of do you have, like, a story of a time where you really just, like, listened to your intuition and, like, you had that gut feeling and you trusted it? I mean, I'm sure you have a lot of yeah, stories. Yeah, I was going to but- say, I mean,
0: <laughs> honestly, so many. Um, when we were talking about your mall story, mm-hmm. it made me literally remember um, what happened on my birthday.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love your birthday, but I don't love that night. No.
0: I mean, thankfully, I have a birth month. So, like, it was just a very, like, minor, you know, experience. Blip
1: in the system. Exactly. It actually wasn't even on your actual birthday. You're
0: right. So. And it was, it wasn't even August. It wasn't even August yet. Oh, so that makes so much sense. mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. It was
1: still end of July.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um. Yeah. So for one of the many celebrations of my birthday, <laughs> I had a little get together with some of my good friends and they invited, you know, their friends or like mutual friends and whatever. Um, we all had like a little backyard party concert type thing and it then went really to the bars. cute, honestly.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: That mm-hmm. part, so cute, so wholesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so then we were going to the bars. We go out. And I started noticing just this one guy in the group who I had only met, like, one or two other times. I wasn't close with him, but I knew who he was. Um, He was being a little, like, aggressive. Just, I was like, it's probably just the drinking and whatnot. But it was towards me. It was towards friends his behavior was just like kind of physical which i'm just like not really cool with it was just a lot of like pushing and shoving and you know a slap on the back but that's just not like my type of friend you know and so when i started noticing that i just became aware of him and that was all that it was
1: um and like Constantly buying mm-hmm. your friends drinks to like make sure they always had a drink at yeah. all times, and like having people chug and stuff like that. Right, like, like
0: there was definitely a lot more. Um, there was yeah. just like a little bit of like, yeah, peer pressurey and kind of just sketchy, sketchy behavior mm-hmm. with like the girls <laughs> that he kept buying drinks for. So again, I was just aware of the situation, and I stopped drinking and. I just wanted to be like aware of the situation. I wanted to make sure all the girlies were good. At this point, we had already like lost half the group. Mm -hmm. So we were just stuck with Sketchy Man and like one other guy, and then, you know, us girls. Um, We were about to leave and get in the Uber. And like I was standing back, and everything in my body was just telling me, like, don't get in that Uber. Like, Hallie, just call yourself an Uber. Don't get in that Uber. But it wasn't just me in that situation. Like I was with friends and I was with other people. So I was like, I can't just, you know, like abandon them. And I was like, maybe I'm just in my head. I've maybe I'm just like hypersensitive to like this guy. And like because I've been paying attention to him so much throughout the night. Um, so we're about to get into the car and I tell my other guy friend, I'm like, please don't leave me with him in the back seat like i don't want to be next to him and like you know everyone's drunk and he was just like what okay whatever gets in the front seat so i'm like "Ugh!" i was like literally sitting straight up next to like the window as far away as i could and he was just like trying to talk to me and whatever and i was just like trying to just like look out the window and not pay attention to him because as a woman you cannot explain the feeling To a guy of how a guy who doesn't have your best interest makes you feel like you can't explain that to a guy. And I'm sure all our girl listeners like understand that feeling of almost like helpless, you know, like you feel inferior to them or they're they have this like power trip to them and they're trying to make you feel just some type of way. And it's scary. It is a scary, uncomfortable feeling
1: and i literally every single girl and woman Mm -hmm. alive understands it yeah and knows what that feeling is yeah
0: and that is all that i was feeling i was like something bad is just gonna happen i don't know what i'm trying not to manifest that you know to happen and at that moment when he was just like trying to get my attention i pulled the like car um
1: the like cup holder
0: yeah i pulled the little cup holder in the back seat like in between us because in my head I was just like trying to create like a little barrier between us and had just said I'm like no just like stay on your side I stay on my side and I'd said it like funny haha girly and he just like did not take that well and he just reacted exactly I mean how I probably thought he was gonna react I mean he was unhappy about it he started cussing towards me like he wasn't like making it this big deal but he was just like I don't like that. I don't know. F with that. Um, we were at that point, literally about to pull in front of the bar. And he was like, you know what? And just winds his hand and like slaps the hell out of my leg. And I was like, Whoa. I'm trying not to curse, but I was like, what the heck? And I had a full on like five finger
1: mark on my thigh. I mean, you could see his whole entire yeah handprint on your leg yeah i was infuriated yeah i was infuriated
0: from that point on it was just like this whole ordeal
1: and like big beth got involved
0: (laughs) as she should honestly and
1: i took care of it in a non-good way probably i
0: mean all of our like emotions were definitely heightened in that moment and like of course we could have handled things differently and but like that is something that I just am not cool with I've never in my 23 years of my life have ever had a friend lay a hand on me so that's not something I condone I do not encourage that behavior I think it is so just ugly
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and I was just dumbfounded when even when I told my other friends about it like the next day or on like That they kept him as a friend, honestly. Truly.
1: I mean, just seeing you in that moment, like, afterwards and stuff and, like, crying and whatever, I... It just made me so upset because I just saw little Hallie. Like, I literally saw, like, five-year-old Hallie, like, Mm -hmm. in front of me. And when when that happened, I mean, I just was... I saw red. (laughs) Like, I was so unbelievably angry and I dealt with it in a way that like I wouldn't do again Mm -hmm. but in that moment I was just absolutely infuriated that anyone ever would lay a hand on anyone Mm -hmm. especially a woman Mm -hmm. especially a little sweet angel like you (laughs) and especially my cousin like you are you are my family you are my blood Mm -hmm. like absolutely not
0: at dawn Um, we ride yeah
1: literally we (laughs) we ride at dawn like um but just this situation like all around Mm -hmm. is is just so messed up
0: the situation makes me so mad because anyone who one wasn't there could easily just be like i took it out of proportion out of proportion yeah and no because the person that did it One, never said sorry, like never apologized. You know, if he, he, I mean, granted, like I said, don't condone this behavior. But, like, even if he hit me and didn't realize how hard, like, there would have, should have been an apology right then and there, you know? Immediately,
1: there should have been.
0: That didn't happen. Um, They didn't apologize the next day. They could easily find my socials and reach out if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that they didn't care enough to even do any of that.
1: He completely turned into the quote-unquote victim. Yeah. And, like, yeah, he put it back on you, and then he was like, Bethany is crazy. and <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, but, like, you did something so morally incorrect mm-hmm. to begin with. And
0: you just don't have the awareness to even understand that Mm -hmm. I don't know I mean that just goes to show like what type of person they are Mm -hmm. and that just like reassures me that no everything that I was feeling that night was absolutely 100% right about him yes
1: yeah your intuition told you what you needed to know Mm -hmm. and you heard it Mm-hmm. And you listened to it, but yeah. you didn't necessarily, like, act on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are always valuable lessons as well yeah. because it's just more practice and learning mm-hmm. in, like, this is why you listen to your intuition. Like, this is mm-hmm. why you listen to yourself because you knew that something was not right about yeah. the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I,
0: um, yeah, I mean, I tried not to be upset with myself of, like getting in that car because I was like oh well my intuition was telling me like don't get in that car but I again I still feel like things just always happen for a reason and maybe there is a bigger picture
1: yeah and you I mean you can't you can't beat yourself up for not listening that one time you know it's like it's just you learn from something and then you move on and Mm -hmm. it's so true like that could be a piece in a whole big schematic that's happening Yeah, I mean, that's a great example of listening to your intuition um, and knowing that it's there and stuff. But I hope that person has learned from that situation Mm -hmm. as well and has grown and changed Mm -hmm. too. Agreed.
0: I am just the type of person that, like, just pays attention to overall even energy. I will walk into a room and if I don't feel like I'm, like, welcomed there, Mm -hmm. I'll walk out, you know. And truly, I'm, like, the biggest low-key crystal girl there is. I even once, um, this is embarrassing, but ghosted a guy because he tried to make plans with me and it was, like, a full moon or something, so I had to (laughs) manifest. So I was like oh no sorry like I'm busy I have plans like maybe another time he hits me up the next day and he's like what are you doing like let's hang out (laughs) and I had literally like 20 minutes before he hit me up um, made an appointment with a local psychic Mm. so I was like obviously I can't tell him that (laughs) I will sound clinically insane so I ghosted him and sorry if you're listening the
1: only, now you know. Yeah, the only logical way to do it. Can't tell you that I'm going to manifest at a full moon ceremony. <laughs> and I can't tell you that I am I just booked a no. psychic appointment to cancel two separate dates. <laughs> like, that's just not normal behavior. <laughs> not normal it's behavior. It's so funny, though.
0: It's so me. I know. I love know? it so
1: much. There's been multiple times where... Hallie and I are hanging out, and then she goes to, like take off her shoe, and like a crystal
0: falls. Out. Stop! That's happened on a date before too. Has it really? Yes.
1: What did? Oh, what did he that say? That just like
0: literally brought back a uh, memory. Do you remember L.A.?
1: Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So
0: we stop by this little park on the way home, and we lie down, and I put my feet in the air, and I was wearing cowgirl boots, and out <laughs> falls a crystal, but um it made the biggest like clunk on the like cement or whatever (laughs) and he's like what was that and I was like I panicked and I was trying to grab it I was like I don't know I think I just like kicked a rock or something and I like throw it back in my boot
1: (laughs) you are so funny (laughs) you are literally so funny something for me that like I, I have not figured out, and like it blows my mind every time it happens. Mm-hmm. Is I have premonitions, and not in the sense where it's like, oh, I predict the future, or anything like that. Yeah, but
0: a that's a raven moment.
1: Yeah, I'm not like it's the future I can <laughs> see, but so many times mm-hmm. in my life, I have had a dream. Mm-hmm. That has then come true, yeah, later on in real life, and whether it's quite literally the very next day or if it's three months later, mm-hmm. One example that I think of all the time is I remember having this dream. This is back when I lived in Orlando, where I was just like walking around this house like kind of around the outside. They were doing some work on the carport. It had a carport and it was like a red house. And um, nothing of really significance happened in the dream. I do think I was like kind of evading someone or something. I think absolutely nothing of it. I'm just like a dream. I dream all the time. I have so many dreams. Um, Months of my life go by. And one day... I decided to ride my bike to a botanical garden that was in Winter Park. And I had never gone down this street before that I decided to bike down. And as I was riding my bike, look over to my right. And I'm kind of like, huh? And then I'm like, huh? And I turn around, I ride back, and I look at this house, and I'm like, that was the house in my dream. Hmm. I was like, I saw that house. I've been at that house Mm -hmm. and it had a carport. There was construction being done on the carport and the same exact like work truck was in the driveway that was in my dream. Red house, like same thing, everything. And that's just like I've had so many of those types of things where it's like down to like people's actions, like Mm -hmm. people doing the actions that they did in my dream. Mm -hmm. This was, this isn't like anything like, again, like it's nothing like crazy. Like I'm not like predicting the future, but it's like I had never seen that house before. I had never gone down that road before. Mm -hmm. And it was the exact place that I saw in my dream. Yeah, And this happens all the time all the time
0: now what do you think that is because i have very similar (sighs) dreams and like i started a dream journal and anytime i actually like remember anything of significance in my dream i try to write it down because same thing like so many things like just seem too real Mm -hmm. that i'm like that it couldn't not be true so i'll write those things down and then yeah like half the time they usually either happen shortly like after the dream that I had or like there's times where I will be in a scenario and I'm like this seems oddly familiar and I'll like go back to my notes app and search it and it will be in there and I'm like it's just so
1: weird yeah so completely different from the feeling of deja vu also yeah because I've had instances where I'm in a situation and I'm like I've dreamt about this before Mm -hmm. and not It's not a deja vu moment because those feel different. Uh It's something completely, it's a completely separate thing. Yeah. And so I don't know what that is. I know. I don't know. And like, is it just like you're like when you're,
0: when you go to sleep, mm -hmm. where does like your little spirit go? You know, like, are you... I don't I don't know what the right word is. Like astro traveling or like Like something. astral
1: projecting and stuff. Yeah. Like,
0: like are you literally like in a different
1: dimension when you're sleeping? I don't know. I don't know either. And is this reality? Right. Or is the dream is dreaming reality? And like who's to say like which one you're waking up from every day?
0: Weird. Mm-hmm. I just got full body chills because i didn't like thinking about that
1: oh sorry well no in a scary way not in a
0: scary Mm -hmm. way but just like valid you Mm -hmm. know that's valid Mm -hmm.
1: yeah crazy i don't know and i i don't know what it is and i'm not sure we will ever know until we pass on yeah Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of like the fun of it yeah that's the mystery of life is that like we don't have the answers to these things Mm -hmm. we can't explain these things Mm -hmm. but we experience them and we feel them and we know that these things happen and that the only thing that i think that proves is A higher power. Yeah, there's life beyond us. Is spiritual connection? There Mm -hmm. is a connection, and besides that, I don't have an answer for anything. (laughs) This is literally the same. Yeah, and that's kind of the fun of it. It is. Have you ever like lucid dreamed? Like, are you a lucid dreamer? Because I have.
0: So, I would assume yes. Mm -hmm. There's been times where people have like told me their experience and. They're like, oh yeah, I was just like in this space and I started doing like somersaults or whatever because you were aware. Mine aren't like that. My dreams are very real. Like, there's been times where I've w- like woken up from a dream and I wasn't sure if I was still dreaming or not. Oh,
1: I hate those. Me too. But hate those. if,
0: I mean, you know me, I am like the heaviest sleeper in the entire planet. I was. Also put on this earth to just sleep. Mm -hmm. And I think there's like truth to that too, because I do have such real dreams and I do feel very connected to my dreams because I feel like I've had dreams where I am like guided or like visited by loved ones. And I'm Mm. like, that just doesn't seem like a dream. It just kind of seems like real. Yeah. And I'm like aware of those times. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's when you know that, like, no, you're not really, you're no longer dreaming. You're sleeping. But, like,
1: yeah, I guess you've traveled. Yeah. You've traveled somewhere. Like, your physical body is asleep, but, like, your mind or your spirit or Mm -hmm. your soul is awake and it's, like, it's just conducting its business in another realm.
0: That just literally unlocked a memory that I had when I was young. Tell me that i forgot about tell
1: the world (laughs) i
0: remember having one dream in my entire life where i was in my childhood room um i was i fell asleep and i remember dreaming standing over my body watching myself sleep like yeah that's not a dream
1: that's just no
0: like where am i whoa (laughs) whoa whoa uh-huh okay you unlocked that memory that also
1: makes me think of like have you experienced a lot of like sleep paralysis in your life? No. Oh man, I But I love the memes about it where it's like my sleep demon in the corner. Yeah. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> like I've had so many experiences with sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. Um and thankfully like it doesn't really happen as much anymore or like really at all much anymore, and I've learned how to like control it. Mm-hmm. But I went through a phase every single time without fail when I napped I would have sleep paralysis Mm. and I couldn't I had to stop taking naps like truly like that is part of the reason that I don't like to nap yeah which I know you know I don't like naps Mm -hmm. and like that is truly part of the reason it's like ingrained into me that I'm like I am afraid to nap wow um and I I like vividly remember so many times being in my college dorm I'm like trying to wake up and I'm I'm sleeping still but I'm screaming at the top of my lungs being like help me please help me please someone wake me up get me out of here but I'm not making any noise in real life because I when I eventually would wake up Uh for real for real I would ask my roommate I'm like did I make any noise did I say anything and she was like no. You were silent. Like, I didn't hear anything. I don't like like, that. Oh, it was was some of the worst times of my life. Like, it was so scary. And, like, truly, like, pleading for my life to Mm -hmm. wake up. And during that time, like, there would literally be, like, a demon in the corner of my room. Like, a full, like my whole room would go red Oh nope there was like a giant nope. figure in the corner of my room Not and like it would start to get closer to me and that's when I'd be like screaming to help to wake me up to get <sighs> me up please anything but one thing I don't do anymore is nap uh, thank goodness second thing is again like I was that was That was probably, like, the worst time of my whole life. Not because of, like, the sleep paralysis, Mm -hmm. but, like, what was going on in my life. Like, Mm -hmm. I was so stressed. I was so overwhelmed. I was just not okay. And I think that brings on sleep paralysis a lot. And the final thing that I learned from that is in the very rare occurrences that I do experience sleep paralysis now, I'm able to calm myself Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, girl, (laughs) you're just dreaming yeah and you're not able to wake up right now unfortunately and that sucks but like just go back to sleep Mm -hmm. and like try again and like nothing can hurt you nothing can harm you it's everything's gonna be okay yeah and so I've learned how to manage it through that Mm -hmm. um but truly mortifying Mm -hmm. as a child i had night terrors Mm. like so frequently like my parents like every single night like i would be like mom (laughs) dad like calling from across the house because i would wake up from a nightmare like constantly i would i don't know i had like a really big problem with like dreaming like Mm -hmm. as a kid and stuff and like in my younger age whereas like luckily I don't anymore but like did you have a lot of like night terrors like growing up honestly (laughs) so we
0: could probably save a lot of these stories for like Mm -hmm. another episode because I feel like my stories don't necessarily classify as like night terrors but more so maybe a little like ghost like
1: we'll have a paranormal episode we need to because
0: there's so many stories i've got some love a good ghost story yeah
1: i've got some too and my major one was when i was with you and so we'll we'll talk about that in another story put a
0: pin in the conversation Mm -hmm. but overall no not a whole lot of Mm -hmm. night terrors but like definitely a lot of like yelling for my parents or like trying to go sleep with my parents in their mm-hmm. room because I didn't want to be in that room.
1: Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, that room, that room, that room. Crazy. I know. Uh, I'm I'm glad to hear that you didn't have a lot of night mm-hmm. terrors,
0: but. Having this conversation though has made me think of so many just like dreams and things that have happened though that are just, they're so crazy.
1: Dreaming is
0: wild it's so wild and And i am
1: so i love it too i love it like if i hate the whole stigma it's like don't tell me your dream it's boring if you got a dream to tell tell me your dream i want to hear about it yeah i find it so interesting like i'm like i don't i don't find them boring like Mm -hmm. they're interesting like if
0: i have no plans on the weekend and i'll like Say I've been sleeping and I wake up like maybe before my alarm or before, you know, like eight or something and I'm having a good dream. I will go back to bed and continue the dream because I'm like, I want to be asleep, like dreaming my dream.
1: Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. And then I'm, I
0: continue my dream. Yes.
1: I've done that so many times. <laughs> and especially because I have a lot of dreams where I date celebrities. Oh, <laughs> and like so many dreams where i date celebrities yes i've had a few yeah i it's like a very common thing Mm -hmm. for me and so that'll happen sometimes i'll like wake up and i'm like i'm gonna go back to sleep (laughs) because i'm dating xyz like and it's so fun Mm -hmm. yeah
0: (laughs) to conclude the dream stories i'm gonna end on one that kind of merges the dream world and then also back to trusting your intuition because i went through a phase Where I would always have a white candle burning for my loved
1: ones. You are just so funny. (laughs) I just love you so much.
0: I mean, it was so, it was around the time where my sister was getting married, and I bought so many of those, like, tall, like, white prayer candles that you get from like the dollar store we bought cases of them so we had so many for this bridal shower and once it was done and over with we obviously had a million left over Mm -hmm. so my mom was like do you want these and I was like absolutely (laughs) so I literally like I said went through this phase where I had one lit at all times like even when I was sleeping I had it lit at all
1: times no oh my gosh that seriously stresses me out to have a candle lit while you're sleeping no
0: well coming from a household where like my dad was a firefighter my grandpa was a firefighter my uncle was a firefighter like that was their number one rule growing up was like make sure everything in the house is like lights turned off and all the candles are burned out everything's unplugged you know Mm -hmm. so you're going against what they're saying. Yeah. When my um, parents found out that I had some candles lit, like when I wasn't maybe home or when I was sleeping, they're like, Hallie, what is wrong with you? Bad girl. Literally. So this was when I was living back at home. And so I had my candle lit on my bedside table. And before I went to bed, my fan was just like blowing this flame it was like, the flame was hitting the glass where i could see where it was like kind of making you know at the top of a candle like it black like it's a little like bit charred
1: a little yeah mm-hmm.
0: so i could see that that was happening but i was like i felt around it and like nothing was really hot and i was like i think it's fine like mm-hmm. nothing's gonna happen and i went to bed but i had that thought of like hmm, should i just like blow out the candle but i went to bed anyways you know i was like no 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 Mm-hmm. This was early on in my spiritual journey, by the way. I like to say that I've grown since.
1: (laughs) You've learned fire safety (laughs) in your spiritual journey.
0: I have. So I go to sleep. Mm -hmm. But then I remember being in one of those states where, like, you're asleep, but you're also, like, conscious. And where you're not necessarily dreaming, but you're not awake. Mm -hmm. And I was in one of those states. And I just remember hearing... Someone literally just yell at me, wake up. Like I shot up and I woke up and um, my little candle that was next mm-hmm. to me was literally black. Like it was so hot to even touch. I mm-hmm. blew it out instantly. It was smoking. Like I guess it was like melting the glass. Whoa. So it was... I guess just how the fan was hitting it and blowing it mm-hmm. onto the glass itself was just causing this reaction. And literally seconds after I wake up, smoke detectors going off. I stand up, I start like, you know, trying to get it, you know, mm-hmm. to stop smoking and stop to stop going off. My mom like meets me literally at the door. I mean, she's like yells at me because yeah. she's <laughs> like,
1: "Holly, what are you doing?" And it's like Three in the morning, Mm -hmm. ghost hour. I know you're like a really heavy sleeper. Mm -hmm. So to have like your intuition and like a guide like come to you literally Mm -hmm. to be like you need to wake up and like you immediately like wake up Mm -hmm. is it's just like intense, Mm -hmm. honestly. And it just goes to show like how real like that stuff is and Mm -hmm. like how real like your intuition is. Yeah, because you were not awake like you were asleep and like you didn't know what was going on Mm -hmm. in this like physical world yeah but something told you that you need to wake up and you need to take care of the situation before it escalates Mm -hmm. that's a crazy scenario Mm -hmm. honestly yeah (laughs) i'm glad uh i'm glad you woke up and everything was okay thank you i'm glad you learned your lesson
0: yeah i don't like candles before bed anymore
1: don't do that kids
0: Don't play with fire.
1: (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Seriously.
0: Yeah. So now I just light my intention candle and I blow it out before bed. Nice.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I think we could go on and on about dreams Mm -hmm. and intuition and like trusting your gut feelings. But all in all, I just think it's so important to trust your gut to listen to yourself and listen to maybe these thoughts that are coming into your mind and learn to decipher what is intuition, what might be anxiety, what might be an intrusive thought. Um, And additionally, super important to protect your energy and protect yourself and, you know, lead your life through love and light. Um, And yeah, so... I mean, with that being said, I appreciate you guys so much for listening and and watching. And if you're still here, please remember to like and comment and subscribe on our YouTube and rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five stars only, baby. And yeah, thank you so much. Hallie. (laughs) And as a reminder,
0: this week we challenge you to put yourself first, to love alone, and to go out into the world, go out into a field, take five minutes to yourself, and just sit there and observe the space around you and see what comes up.
1: Mm, Yeah, observe your surroundings. Mm -hmm. I love that. All right, thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Love Alone is a podcast dedicated to self-love. It's produced, hosted, and edited by cousins Bethany Higgins and Hallie Olson.